First off, a special thank you to our amazing Patreon.com patrons. Tare, Erica, Stephanie, Suze, Diane, Barbara, Anna, Jenny, Jennifer, Karen, Mary, Kevin, Jill, Joe, Sarah, Kayla, Evelyn, Corinne, Kobe, Michael, Reginard, Jane, Lois, Audra, Fallon, and our forever first, Trisha. As Patreon patrons, you'll get access to our bonus episodes where Patricia, Nayland, and I talk about other things we're interested in, like Warren Stories or Next in Fashion and the Project Runway reunion episodes. And of course, you will also have our eternal gratefulness for helping us express our love for all things Project Runway and to be able to share it with you lovely, amazing fellow fans of this wonderful show. If you'd like to become a Patreon patron, visit our page on patreon.com forward slash the workroom podcast. The link is in the show notes. Now let's get to it. The winning look from that group will actually have that garment manufactured and sold on Amazon.com. I mean, wow, to put that on your resume? Damn. Hello, all you lovely listeners. Welcome back into the workroom, a labor of love dedicated to Project Runway. I'm Ernez, and my demographic is 40 to death. Oh my God. See? <laughs> See? The one the one time. The one time. Here that we I'm go. Like, oh. what's, what's your tagline, Patricia? <laughs> <laughs> Ernez, if you're tired, take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> Because you took my tagline. <laughs> you know how I'm always worried? Like, oh my God, we're going to have the same I tagline. Know. It finally yeah. happened. It I, I finally had, happened. I had that thought right before I pressed record. And I was like, hmm, I think this might be the moment. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> well done. Oh, man. But I, I loved your backup. Um, uh, yeah. You know, you know. Take a nap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. So mean. <laughs> so oh. funny. Um but yeah, oh my god, oh my goodness, Patricia, we're back in the workroom. And um back. so happy to be back with you all, our, our lovely, lovely listeners, and thank you all for your patience. It's been a busy summer. Um uh and and we are just really excited to be able to be back and on this vintage adventure journey and just to Remind everyone that we're on Instagram at The Workroom Podcast and on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The Workroom. We have cheat sheets for you all. And so I will prompt you when it's time to click on that link so you can follow along with us once we get to the final final designs in runway order. And also, we love hearing from you all. So send in all of your hot takes, your questions, your gossip, or the things that we missed or the things that you have you know, thoughts about to us at intheworkroom at gmail.com. That's I in the workroom at gmail.com. Um, and also we are on Patreon. So we are making our way still through <laughs> Warren stories. Um, and also we're, we're gearing up to kind of just talk shop um, about our busy lives <laughs> with you all uh-huh. on Patreon. So, um, so join us there. Um, and yeah. Oh my goodness. So Patricia. 
Hi. It's been a while since we've spoken about this uh, this vintage adventure, and uh, you you had a question off podcast. Would you oh, like to yes. propose or pose that question again? Yes. Do you think there was ageism at play in this episode? And so, okay, I I say no, and I'm curious about what you think because I really have been trying really hard to give dear Bert a the benefit of the doubt on this second or fourth watch whatever you know like you know years after trying to give Bert um, the benefit of the doubt but um I am it's not happening like I, I I I you know it could be an edit but Bert is just kind of relentlessly negative and also yeah. relentlessly filled with, you know, I, I call this neuroses because um, Bert mm. seems to have some control issues, but also a lack of awareness. And um, we see it at the top of the episode, but we also see it throughout in, in different forms. And I can see how that can wear on people who are in the same vicinity as someone like this for a prolonged period of time. Plus you're sleep deprived mm. and plus you're stressed and yeah, it's a lot and you're to on take. TV. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think ageism was at play only with Bert. Oh. So. Who else are you thinking of? Should I say it now, or we may as well? I think I I, I don't mind saying it now. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Um. And are we talking about Becky? I am talking. Okay. About Becky. How old is Becky? I. Have not. I don't attention. know. I don't know, but I think that Becky is definitely not as young as Josh. Yes. And Anya, and I think there was um, definitely some kind of like. I mean, and I don't even think it was in the "oh, you make dowdy clothes" comment, which yeah. we'll get into. I yeah. think, I think that was a symptom of that thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think that. It's interesting. I don't think I'm not sure what you meant when you were talking about Bert because I think Bert doles out a lot of ageism out. I don't think people oh, yeah. are no, you're true. very that's, that's true. very ageist towards Bert. I think Bert is ageist towards peers. Yes. Um, and then it creates this dynamic. And I'm trying to be very respectful for the fact that Bert has been at craft for a long time. And yes. But I think there is this. Um, I know best mm-hmm. combination of like ego and condescension towards others based on their age. Yeah. That really like dominates this entire episode for me in like really blatant ways and not just from Bert. Yeah. I, I totally agree there. I mean, it, cause it, it, a lot of it is rooted in what I think is a common sense of insecurity along Project Runway. But mm-hmm. how it plays up in age, it also kind of, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm trying to um, think if this is the same season. I think this is the same season, um, especially with um, with with Fallon, for instance. With Fallon, the insecurities came up around who went to design school, who didn't, who's self-taught, who's mm-hmm. not. Um, and and it's sort of like a, jumped another category of like how of, of, of age. Yeah. And and I, I totally agree that there are um, a lot of those things that are just kind of uh yeah encapsulated in oh you're you're this young and therefore I'm going to dismiss you and at the very beginning of of the season a lot of people were doubting Bert 
um, because yeah. of his age and yeah. being like, oh, wow, actually, I think I, you know, Bert proved me wrong. So there's a lot of this, you know, are you kind of, are you, are, you know, do you belong here? Do I belong here? Is, am I good enough? Are you better than me? Am I going to win? Do I matter? So yeah, there's a lot yeah. of that going on. Um, oh, man. All right. Well, we will get into that throughout this episode, um, especially the matter with with Becky. <laughs> so um, but at the very beginning, um, uh, you know, we're yeah. we have this group waking up in Atlas. It's dawn and it's, you know, cut two people's names on place cards on top of something. And, you know, in terms of this, you know, what I was talking about, like self-awareness. So we have Bert in the kitchen of their Atlas apartment, post shower, having what looks like his Bert time. There's a pile of challenge clues folded on the bar in front of him. Mm-hmm. And Anthony Ryan wakes up and goes, Bert. Mm-hmm. Bert's like, whoa. Like, he's like, Bert, see that po- <laughs> that Project Runway pile of passive aggressiveness on the bar right in front of you? Where he's just been washing your hands and filling up the Brita. And Bert's like. There's a lot of shit on this bar. There's a toaster oven and a giant ball of contact solution. God. And I'm blaming oh Oliver for that giant ball of contact solution. I think all that stuff on the counter is Oliver's stuff. <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> I, and I know it's not because Oliver is probably so neat. But I think it's really funny to think that Oliver is the messy roommate and Bert's mm. always mad about it. But, um, but, but yeah, so he's like, but there's a lot of shit up here, Anthony. You know, he's like an open leader of Mountain Dew that. Oliver finished last night or whatever. And um, so he's like, no, Bert, look, there's these new balance boxes sitting right there. And he's like, oh, yeah, everyone's so tired. So. So, yeah. So what's happening here? They they they've got some uniforms to put on um, because in these boxes are shoes and they're all new balance shoes and they've got new balance gear um, to put on. And what they need to do is actually they have to meet Heidi Klum and and Tim Gunn, not at Parsons, but at the armory uptown in Washington Heights. Um, And so we have everyone like realizing this at dawn, you know, these poor, poor people. Um, And I would say that the the most poor, the, the, the most pitiful character this morning is Cecilia, who looks like like the status Pixar animation character who was ever <laughs> drawn or, or imagined um because she because cecilia has these huge eyes and she just reminds and like a you know like a she's got like an oval face and to me she just seems like like this very very sad sad um uh character but she's refusing yeah. to look at the box she's also kind of i think dodging the cameras and um doesn't want to get out of bed and and she tells us that she's livid because the judges sent her friend julie home who really wants to be there but she's still there and i think she she's angry that julie's gone she's angry she's there and now she has to put on a uniform she doesn't get to wear what she wants to wear (laughs) so um it's gonna get worse because they get to the armory and they meet tim and heidi on the track and Tim is wearing running shoes and jeans while Heidi is, for some reason, in platform heels. <laughs> so um, on the track. And Heidi's like, oh, I thought you guys had a little cabin fever. And I figured, oh, I'd get you outside of the house and, and meet us here. And so essentially the challenge is um, they're going to be working in four teams of three. 
and each team will have a team captain. So that means that while, so uh, it's like, you know, while, while we're going through the normal motions of, of getting this challenge and hearing the designer reactions, um, uh, which are typical, like the typical reactions are like, oh my God, a team challenge. I don't want to work with Bert. And like, Bert's like, oh, I don't want to work with any of them. Can I be by myself? So it's like, meanwhile, in the background, we see Cecilia is like collapsing as Kaidi piles on the challenge. So the pile on is that they have to run around the track, which is 200 meters in order to determine who the team leaders are. <laughs> and it's just like, can it get any worse for Cecilia? She's just like, I can't do this. Like, really? Um, so, so while they're all, you know, making their way towards the start line, Cecilia makes a, a left to Tim and basically tells Tim Gunn that she wants to leave. And we have Heidi walking over and she's trying to understand what's going on. And she's like, wait, is it that you can't run? Or you don't want to do the physical part? Like, what's wrong? And so she's like, no, it's just, I hate it here. I I want to leave. <laughs> and Heidi's like, yeah. okay, well, we don't want to force you to be here. And so if you, if, if everyone here is because they want to be here and because they see this as a huge opportunity. So if you want to go, you can go. And if anyone else wants to go, you guys can go too. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> So she's and she seems like because usually like we love to make fun of Heidi who like smells blood in the water and becomes like this you know very uh, hilarious shark, but I think here she was really compassionate towards Cecilia and and trying to be like no we you know it's like you and I think it's it was all over Cecilia's face like she just looks so sad, um, so yeah yeah yeah. I mean. Cecilia has been very deflated for the past two episodes. Yeah. And, you know, the thing that, like, so throughout this whole section of the episode, I was thinking, well, does everybody have to want to win in the same way to be there? Like, Mm -hmm. because I can imagine myself being really stressed out. Okay, I went running today. I love running, you Mm -hmm. know, when I'm not in pain. But I could imagine just being like, oh, totally deflated. Oh, my God, now I'm going to do this. And it that wouldn't mean that I don't want to win. It just means that I'm going through a period of tiredness. Yeah. And I'm not saying that's what um, Cecilia, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cecilia. Yeah. What Cecilia was going through. I mean, Cecilia was just, I mean, Cecilia did say, I tried my best to go home yesterday. You know? <laughs> like, we're not going to argue. That. We're not going to argue with that. But I didn't like this measurement of, oh, if I don't want it as bad as that person, I shouldn't be here. I feel like. You should be allowed to want things in different ways, in quiet ways, not in aggro, like, macho ways. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. So I just thought about that during that section. And I wonder, and I hope that that person wasn't thinking that it, that they didn't want it bad enough. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you, that's why you're there, because you want it bad enough. You can want things in any way. That yeah. I mean, they like to be wanted because they really tried because I because and I because I I think they really tried to dig in that idea or that sentiment with the talking heads afterwards where people were like, yeah, um, if you didn't want to be here, then like just yeah. go like, oh, my God, like I worked my ass off to get here and blah, blah, blah. You know, I know. it's it's just like, no, that's not fair. Um, and also w- once <laughs> Cecilia turned around to leave, it was the happiest I think we've ever seen her since maybe day one. Um, and so she definitely, I don't think she took it to mean like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I should feel ashamed of myself. I think she was like, right. I'm out and I know who I am. I know what I want yeah. to do and I don't want to be here. And so I'm, yeah, I'm going. I, 
I work really hard to pers- to be the person I've become, and yes. I don't want to compromise that. I mean, this is yes. a perfectly respectable reason to walk away from any situation. Yes, totally, totally. Um, you know, and also just like a side comment, Cecilia was, I think, sleeping in um, this really beautiful dress. I think that was like her nightdress. Um, oh. Or I, I, there's just like a moment, you know, just kind of thinking, oh, we'll never see Cecilia again on the show. But um, there's like a passing memory of whatever. She got out of the bed wearing this really amazing dress. And I was like, is that what you were to bed? Or is that what you wanted to wear instead <laughs> of the Heidi Klum stuff? Because um, I would be mad because it was it was really, really pretty what she had on. Anyway, but yeah, so Cecilia <laughs> leaves. Um, uh, happily so. And now the race starts. And so Joshua already has let us know that, he, that he's a track star. Um, he usually oh. actually isn't as fast as I thought he was going to be, but he comes in first. So um, even uh, does the unnecessary, I call it a necessary head dip, but mm-hmm. I think that was definitely <laughs> like, look at me. I'm a real track and field athlete. Here's a head dip. Even though this is not a real race, <laughs> it was very extra, but you know, like, I don't know. Um, but it was a harrowing 200 meters because Oliver falls and was most likely going to finish third. And mm. so that, again, the top four get to be the team leaders. And so Oliver falls. And so then instead, the top four are Joshua, then Bryce, then Anthony Ryan, and then Victor. And Oliver is just on the, the track getting medical attention and and then, you know, Tim and, and Heidi come over and gawk at his purple knee. Like, uh, mm. Oliver's knee was very, very purple. Um, and then, you know, we have Tim and Heidi. We cut to Tim and Heidi going like, oh, my gosh, they're just dropping like flies, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> and then we get the serious music. Dun, 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 dun. And we pan Oliver, who is now on their back. Because, because Oliver apparently started getting the spins. And it seems like with this edit that no time has passed at all. So it's like these quick successions of we lose Cecilia. So Cecilia um, leaves. We have this race. Um, We have the, the euphoria of people winning. And then we have like this momentary um, uh, concern around Oliver. And then Oliver gets medical attention, seems to be okay. And then you turn around and Oliver's on their back. Um, so Oliver had a panic attack, essentially. Um, that's 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 kind of what happened. Um, and I'm, you know, was wondering because right now we're 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 both in New York City and it's it's hot as hell. Oh, it's sweltering. And so I was like, was it hot that day? <laughs> like Oliver, yeah. was it a panic attack or were you just hot? And or, or panic and hot. But I, that's all I could think about was like how hot was it inside that armory? But yeah. Mm. So poor Oliver. Um so the survivors continue on. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so they've survived the first five minutes of the show. And so we have Joshua, uh, who chooses first, because he finished first. So Joshua chooses um, Bestie Anya. Um, then Bryce chooses Kimberly, who does like a happy high kick. But Tim and Heidi are like, uh, please don't, don't do that. Because, you know, you do a split and then you actually split. And then you'd have to split to the hospital. Like, can everyone just stop risking their lives right now? In addition to the life risking activity we all bestowed upon you in the form of this 200 meter race of, cause we all, we, we just wanted goofy footage, but now we're on the precipice of having to scrap an entire season. So can you guys not? Please? Yeah. Don't push. <laughs> so yes. It's like, so, okay. And then we continue. Anthony chooses Laura. Victor chooses Oliver. Joshua chooses Becky. 
Bryce chooses Danielle. So Bert is the last one to be chosen. And uh, mm-hmm. Anthony Ryan is forced to have Bert on their team. So Victor and Oliver, we find, are only a team of two since we lost Cecilia. So we're not evenly matched. And so they get to choose one eliminated designer to come back to the competition and to be on their team. And people start whispering, Josh C. We start hearing like names. Josh, Josh, Josh C. (laughs) And I'm just like, really, guys? Really? But then they showed the four people who've been eliminated. And I was just like, this is really mean to say, Patricia, but I'm going to say it. It was okay. It was a grab bag of massive mediocrity. Like, I'm just like, I don't Mm -hmm. think there is any good choice of people to come back. And maybe, maybe, you know, uh, Julie, because she was the last one. Yeah. Yeah. But they didn't say, no one said Julie. (laughs) Everyone said Josh for some reason. I, I was surprised that they picked Josh. I mean, Josh is adorable. Like what a sweet person, like great energy. I thought, I mean, Julie could sew. Yes. So I was really surprised that nobody thought about skills. It was more like, who do we want to hang out with? I know. <laughs> and I'm just like, Julie, and, and you know, Julie's like a baby sewer, but no, she could sew. She just, you know, it, it takes a little bit of like, a little time, time apparently. Um, and the last outfit she made was, was horrendous, but it was basically well-made. It was misguided, you know, yeah. neckline wise, yeah. but it was, it was well-made. Um, anyway, so they choose Jossie. And we'll see Jesse later. Um, but before we have to continue our spiel, um, because this is a New Balance commercial after all. So Heidi Klum <laughs> says that she's been designing sneakers for New Balance for some time. And she wants the designers to design something to go along with them, uh, which means that she wants them to create a look to go with her sneakers. And it doesn't have to be athleisure. We've already done that. So um, mm. we, we did that in season eight. Um, where we have the athleisure thing going on. But now it's just about, you know, what would people wear out or to the grocery store, but wearing these chic shoes so they can make, you know, make a dress, make a, a, a suit or something. And, and Heidi says, you know, think fashion or think basic with a twist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which would have been a great tagline. Like I'm basic with a twist. Mm. But anyway, um, and also they get to, they have to use the materials in the sneakers, which is denim and suede. And uh, each team will make three cohesive looks. And the incentive is that the winning look will be manufactured and sold on Amazon.com and will be a part of Heidi Klum's new line with New Balance. And I'll yeah. say like, here's the, I, I think this is a continuation of the Amazon.com origin partnership with, with Heidi. Mm-hmm. And I'll say that it's so weird hearing 2011 Heidi saying Amazon, don, saying Amazon to comment, not screaming $1 million. Right, right. Um, you know, uh, heads up, uh, uh, making the cut is just weeks away. Oh, really? <laughs> I know. I, I heard that in your voice, which is you're like, really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's, it's coming. I... It's coming back. Well, well, you know, that, that's that's okay. Yeah. No, it is what it is. <laughs> I thought, I was thinking, like, was this the first New Balance challenge that we've had on the show? It's not the first one because uh-huh. season eight is when they had the, um, the but I think that was New Balance. It was a New Balance challenge um, with, uh, that was Gretchen and Mondo season. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So that was the first one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So then we um we get to caucus. So Tim dismisses everyone to give them 30 minutes to caucus and sketch with their groups. And then yeah. afterwards they had to mood. Um and and I'll say that this so so that means I don't think they got to head to mood for the last season's challenge, if I if I'm remembering that correctly. Because the, the previous season was was really fraught because they were making um outfits to go into the an athleisure line and there was a requirement on fabrics. Um and so I think if they went to mood then they got to choose maybe supplemental fabrics, but they mainly had to use Heidi Klum's fabrics. <laughs> um so so the evolution of that now is that it's just the shoes and they just have to cover denim and suede. But they're open to making whatever else as long as it's cohesive and blah blah blah. Hmm. So yeah. Um, so we, we meet up with team Joshua, which is Becky and Anya and Becky is so excited because she's done this before, but little does she know that no one is interested in her design prowess. Um, Mm. and this is, uh, the, this is like, you know, a moment where Becky is lighting up. She's like, this is my challenge follow me and she starts off with like i would like to make an off the shoulder dress with leggings no leggings no they are over honestly over no leggings uh-uh um so so you know this is great because we hear a little bit about becky's background but it's awful because this is the beginning of the sh- of, of the shutdown um and yeah. she hasn't been clued in and doesn't realize that no one's going to listen to her no one cares because they both do not trust her as a designer, but they do trust her sewing skills. And that's why she's on the team. And that's what Joshua makes very clear to us. Um, but not Becky. <laughs> yeah. So um, I also wrote down how, you know, she, she, I will say that she is making some terrible suggestions. So she's like, how about, how about, yeah. listen guys on the back, we put a huge in for New Balance. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, no, maybe not. Becky, stop trying. Right. Poor Becky. I mean, I don't, I feel like as team leader, you don't have to agree with, you should not agree with bad decisions, but also mm. it's your role to sort of direct people, give them a direction to go in when they say something or explain why something doesn't make sense. Yes. Quickly because it's time, but I don't think, Again, people aren't chosen for this show because they're expert communicators under pressure. Right. right. So I think that it, that's what was missing. I think from oh, that totally. point It's like just talk, just tell Becky what you want to achieve, and let Becky figure it out. Because at the end of the day, it's still Becky going home, right? So yeah, it's like just just do that. Just communicate what's what the direction is let Becky figure it out as opposed to making assumptions and judgy and mm-hmm. making it all about making sure that you're safe and your BFF are safe and mm-hmm. being really kind of quicky and low key toxic. Sorry. I, I, but I agree. It, I, I was thinking that this is very mean. It's very mean. Um, and it's, it also is like this. Yeah. It, this is sort of like, we're, we're besties, we're best friends. And here is a person that we have been talking about behind her back the entire time. The person that we um, have already deemed as unworthy and oh my God, and unworthy is amongst us. 
So now we have Team Victor, which is just Victor and Oliver. And I love this interaction because it isn't toxic. <laughs> and because uh. Oliver is sketching what is going to be one of my favorite pieces that's ever been made on Project Runway, which is this amazing leather jacket. Like I will uh. forever remember this jacket that um that becomes a thing. Um and <laughs> And Oliver is suggesting a skirt, which I thought, oh, that sounds very current. I feel like that is how people eventually started dressing, like, you know, um, jackets and, and and skirts or kind of like, you know, I know it's basics. Fine. Yeah, basics and <laughs> stuff like that. And long skirts in particular. And so Victor is like, oh, OK, but I'm worried it won't be sports enough. It has to be active. And Oliver is like, no, remember Heidi, Heidi, Heidi said it can be suits or dresses. It doesn't have to be athleisure. Think fashion. And Victor's like, yeah, you're right. And then they pan away. That's it. And I loved it. Yeah. And, and what do we come back with? Think fashion. What do they make? What kind of skirt is made? I know. <laughs> Some kind of like prairie prowler. Like, oh, I don't get it. I love it. Prairie prowler. <laughs> I was like, wait, how is this fashion? How is this fashion fashion? How is this? athletics i love that I don't prowler know. on the on the prairie um <laughs> yes uh yeah we will talk about that so all right and then we move on to team bryce which is kimberly and danielle and bryce who sparked the legendary nina hates cowl neck moment is suggesting a cow like flippity floppity piece for his outfit which just sounds really complicated and um he's and so, but bryce is really happy that he's the team leader because it's like I want to show yeah. good ideas I want to show that I can do this um and that's essentially what we get from that but um I think Kimberly is doing a suede dress and I don't know what Danielle is doing but um basically this is just like you know Bryce on a cowl neck rampage and it's mm. troubling <laughs> to me so. um and now <laughs> it's okay it's like I feel like it's kind of obvious don't do this um all right next we go to team anthony and they're and it's it's anthony and laura and bert and they're all just saying no to bert so it's like we start off with no to becky and now we're no to bert and bert's like what if we do this like black blue and black tiered dress thing with the denim and a suede and laura's like that's kind of gel birdie right black and blue together i don't know so so annoying Anyway, so um, anything to say before Tim calls time? Anything else about these these caucuses? Um, no. Okay. No. Um, all right. So we had to mood where they get three, 30 minutes and $300 and more no's. The no's continue here. Um, Becky gets no's and... Bert doesn't get anything. I think I think Laura and Anthony just choose fabric and just like Bert, here, use this. And yeah. um and we again we have Victor and Bryce's teams just having a good old time. They're all walking through mood together. They're running up and downstairs together. And um unfortunately we don't see Swatch, but that's pretty much all I have about what happened at Mood. Did anything stand out to you? Not really, no. Okay. No. I mean, there were, the only thing that I noticed was just sort of like articulations of what had been said before, like Becky yeah. making a comment about, I feel like I'm treated like the intern. And then 
just seeing that could be really left out of all yeah. the decision making there. But nothing really stood out that hadn't been built up to before. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we go back to um, to Parsons and Tim is giving them the lay of the land and and reiterating the, I guess, the parameters about the fabric going like, listen, guys, so so leather and suede needs to be evident, but not dominant. And you have until 11 p.m. And Kimberly's like, can't we have until midnight? Everyone's upset. <laughs> not only is it a one day challenge, but apparently they usually get till midnight and 11, mm. you know, they really want that extra hour. So they're kind of, I think that adds a, a layer of stress to, to the day. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but we start off with team Bryce and Bricey Bricey thinks that uh, he goes like, yeah, so I and Danielle are so disappointed in how things are going for us. I just know that Danielle and I both want to show the judges that we're capable. Yeah, the both of us are like, this Project Runway stint is not going how we both thought it would. And then we have Danielle's talking head. She goes like, yeah, Bryce has been on the bottom a lot. So I'm concerned about Bryce. Only Bryce. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, this is hilarious that you have Bryce here who is an underdog and doesn't know it. <laughs> yeah. And then you have Danielle who also doesn't know it, um, that she's also an underdog. Yeah. At the moment. Um, but good news. Tim brings in Josh C. And every now we have to talk about Joshua C. and Joshua M. again. So it's not just one Joshua. We have two back. We have two again. And um, everyone is so jubilant. And trying really hard not to do cartwheels because no one else needs to get injured today. <laughs> and so yeah. Josh C is really happy to be back. And um, I'm just still like, like, wow, I think this is the wrong choice. <laughs> but great to see you, Joshua. Mm, I, I agree with you. Yeah. Um, so so then when we go to Team Joshua M now, so again, we have Besties Anya and Joshua having what I call a maxi dress meet cute across the work table from Becky because there's a, they're having conversation around what what's Anya making and she's like oh I think it's going to be a romper and Josh was like mm, I think it ought to be a maxi dress and Becky's like oh what are they talking about over there what are they saying I really want them to know I want to want to know that I'm here too and um she's like guys this is my wheelhouse what, what's happening and Anya yeah. and Joshua basic basically flip out this fabric and whisper to each other that was like oh my gosh this this would make a great bag and becky screams i can i can make a bag i i, I have time for a bag and josh was like no becky you stay there and just finish sewing more things oh and then and then comes the cutting comment i don't want becky to be doing so much thinking oh my <laughs> god so right ridiculous ridiculously rude so, i was like oh oh okay yeah, yeah okay yeah. extremely <laughs> extremely mean so condescending and so much like fuck becky and fuck her feelings i don't give a shit you know like with all the expletives that's just the feelings that i get from that like level of dismissal where it's like you are so beneath me um that yeah. i'm just going to have you for your parts I, I don't want becky i want your parts and your parts are good sewers so that's yeah. all that's all i want so yeah yeah um yeah. so 
with six hours to go, I'll say that this is kind of like the section of the episode where it's like, how are people leading? What's Victor like? What's, what's Anthony like? What's Joshua like? And, yeah. and it looks like Victor has devoted followers in Josh C and Oliver. Um, they're having, I think they're having, this is where they have the Amish conversation, right? Because Oliver's like, look at my skirt. <laughs> and Victor's like, oh, I can tell you now that the judges are going to say that this is Amish. And Oliver's like, what? Amish? What does that mean? Yeah, Amish. And then Josh C is like, oh my God, Victor's so great. Victor's amazing. I I, I love him. <laughs> That's just like their interaction. Um, and then we have Anthony who is trying to keep the peace because Bert is kind of bumbling around and calling him Daniel. <laughs> oh my God. And, and then we have another comment. I don't, it's not worth remembering some of these people's names around here. I was like, what? I mean, with a straight Remember face. There's, there's not even like a smirk, not nothing. I was like, I think Bert is just dead serious. He means that. I know. I think so too. And it's yes, really sad. It's really sad. And oh my gosh, grinding to work with someone like that. Um, And then we have Joshua again. And I'm just like, Oh, okay. I wrote in my notes. Josh, this is high school craven ambition and a way of doing things, but like the consequences are the consequences are morale and the well-being of your teammate is sacrificed. So it's sort of like yeah. Joshua is just really laying into Becky in a way that is again, like we've we've said it before, but I'm just like, no, no care for how this is making her feel he's just going to assume that she's going to just you know bite her tongue or not but as long as you just get to sewing then i don't care i don't care about you just do it so yeah (sighs) all right anything before tim and heidi time uh no. no okay so tim comes in and then we go. Dun, 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 dun. It's shark music because last week we had Nina, and then this week we have Heidi. <laughs> and we were just like, um, Heidi's really tough, and oh my god, she's here. So, um, so they walk around, and I they go to Team Bryce first, and oh my god, again, I just okay. So Heidi is like, is it a cow? or is it a hoodie and Bryce is like well it's a cow hoodie and I'm just like mm. Bryce Nina Garcia is still a judge and what it looked like it it looked terrible it was too complicated to look at and it's also this shiny green nonsense of a fabric it's just like plain old ugly but he's just like mm. yeah I'm really gonna make this cow happen and even Nina's I mean even Heidi is just like oh like I don't I don't think that's great it's maybe it can be one or the other and then we have Kimberly who's making a suede dress and um, Heidi Klum calls this a hard sell which I think is um, a euphemistic phrase for it's going to be too expensive (laughs) yeah yeah too expensive to manufacture yeah yeah um I we don't really hear much from Danielle I don't remember really anything happening in terms of any feedback for her. Um, and so we also get a talking head from Laura, I'll say. And she goes like, I mean, 
Bryce is a sunken ship. I really like Bryce as a person. But if I were him, I would have stayed in the back of the race and then waited till someone picked me so that they would that direct. So, so mean. I mean, it's all, it's so calculated. Um, hmm. But also. Why? Why is it calculated? Isn't it just like a crappy opinion? It's a crappy opinion. But I also think that this might be how she operates in real life. So for mm-hmm. herself, meaning that if she, if she, it maybe not in this, like not in a design competition, but if she was in a place where she knew that she could be shielded by someone else, then she would do yeah. that. She would throw someone else in front of her. And she's like, why didn't Bryce do that? I don't get it. But also it is like, of course, just like a, a shutdown of Bryce because like Bryce is like terrible. And if I were as terrible as Bryce, I wouldn't know that. And then I would have lost the race. So that's a dumb move. Yeah, on purpose. So you know what I loved about this segment was I actually really like the shirt that Danielle is wearing with oh. all these polka dots. He's like off key. I, mean, I never like a, a, a front of the shirt pocket. I uh-huh. don't ever like that. But aside from that, I thought it was a really fun shirt. I was like, I want to wear that. I want to wear that. I have to go back and look at that because I don't remember. I don't remember what she was wearing. really good. I liked it. I really liked it. I wonder if it was so, hers. I hope it was. I don't but, know. Um, yeah. Um. All right. So we move on to Team Victor. Yeah. And so they're showing like the really cool leather moto jacket. And that's the top. And then we, we get the skirt that Victor told his team would be deemed Amish by the ju- Amish by the judges. And Tim says, oh, wow, it looks like Auntie M, something Auntie M would wear. And Heidi's like, yeah, it looks farmy, which also means Amish. And so <laughs> Heidi puts on the skirt, which actually doesn't look that bad, but it's not great. It's not, it's really long. Um, the, the, the waist is really thick elastic as well. Um, yeah. And it's just gathered. It's just gathered. So it's not even really, I don't really know what kind yeah. of design went into that at all but surprisingly nobody called it dowdy oh no no right so like i think if if you know becky had designed that that Hmm. word would have come up but somehow when Hmm. you know london based or london trained olivier does it it's not it's just farmy i you know i thought that was interesting that is interesting Okay. But it was very dowdy, by the way. It totally was. It, was it totally was. Like, definition of. With a thick elastic waist. Anyway, so yeah. Um, so Tim kind of reminds them and, and kind of puts them back on track and says, like, this has to look like it's from one person's closet, which is another great way of saying cohesive. And, um, you know, his example is like, it's like, you know, Auntie M's not going to put on that jacket and hop on a motorcycle and bike out to the farm, the far ends of her farm in Kansas. And then we have Oliver saying like, Tim Gunn, Tim Gunn said to me, do not make this farm dress. And I go, you know what? I'm going to make farm chic. I'll show you revenge, fashion revenge. I'm like, what? (laughs) Oliver. Just don't do this. So not a good way. Like it's like trying to prove the therapist wrong. Just don't do it. (laughs) Just don't do it. It's not healthy. It's not good. You're just like not helping yourself. I know. Take the wisdom, Oliver. (laughs) Take the wisdom. Yeah. Yeah. So so yeah. So then we move on to Team Anthony. And their whole thing is they're making things that are way too dressy, is essentially the what's happening. 
Um, they're using mesh material that Heidi does not like, clearly. They're draping, mm-hmm. or I would say An- Anthony Ryan is draping this, what they call a high-waisted jumpsuit with, with a Grecian goddess twist or something. And then mm-hmm. Bird's making something that's very structured on top with a quote-unquote interesting cut. He's like, I think I think this is fresh because it's got an interesting cut. And he's pointing yeah. at some details that we can't see in a very, it looks like a velvety black skirt. Almost, or I actually think the skirt's suede. Like it's like this suede, black suede skirt, and you can't see a thing in terms of what he's looking. He's pointing at. I'm like, oh, it looks like a pencil skirt to me. I don't know what you yeah. mean by interesting cut. So, so yeah, no one is thinking about the shoes in this team for on his team for instance, and that's that might be an Anthony issue. It might be an Anthony and Bert problem. Um, yeah. And then we go to Team Joshua, and Heidi. Klum calls out Joshua and his bodycon dresses. And she's like, every week, one of these bodycon dresses walked down the runway. It's got a panel here and two side panels there. And he goes, no, 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 no. I, I haven't. She's no, nope. it's the same. It's the same. Why are you still doing this? And I feel like, mm. you know, I, and I'm, I'm realizing that, um, uh, you know, as I, <laughs> uh, as I teach, as I, you know, become like a, you know, a teach add on the years of, of, of teaching that I'm realizing that, that certain people think different means different things. <laughs> and so, yeah. so, so Joshua doesn't see a different dress. Or, no, Joshua sees a different dress. He doesn't see the same dress um, or doesn't mm-hmm. see that the sil- the same silhouette, but with different fabrics is a, it's also can be seen as the same dress. Um and so he's trying to make right. an argument for how it, it is new because, you know, at the core of it, in terms of materials, it's new. But the structure, the silhouette, um, a really huge part of what makes it fashion is the same. And I, I, if Heidi hadn't come into the workroom and said that, then we would have gotten another last week dress. Yeah. But, so, yeah. Um, yeah. What were you thinking? No, I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, but also, like, she kind of sprinkles a little bit of salt on this, like, sick burn because she goes, Anya, would you wear Joshua's dress? And Anya's like, nope. Like, immediately Anya's like, no, 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 no. I, I, should, I should say no, right? No, I'm going to say no. And mm-hmm. um, and then she they point to Anya's dress, which is sewn by Becky, and is like this is the this is the direction that I think you guys should go in because it's like that's it's the maxi dress that they were all kind of like having their discussion about without Becky, and then Heidi Clark turns to Becky. He's like, "What have you done? You're very quiet, Becky." And Becky's like, "I sewed this. I patterned that." And Tim kind of steps in and is like, "I don't I don't want your role to be trivialized here. I don't want I, I don't want you to be trivialized," is what he says, because if you're yeah, in the I- bottom. You'll get thrown under the bus. I have the quote. Go ahead. I don't want you to be. I don't want you. I don't want you to be so trivialized that you get thrown under the bus. And so, Mike drop. Becky's face registers this for the very first time. Um, the the danger that she's in, like Becky, you were in danger <laughs> because she was just like, oh shit, wait, am I being played? And they're like, yes, yes, and yes. I mean, yes, <laughs> and you are—you you might be uh, uh, chopped for this. Like, you might be out for this. 
Um, and yeah, it's, it was all over her face. I think it was the first time where she, it was kind of confirmed that something might be going on or that she might have a problem. Yeah, I think it confirmed like, okay, I'm not crazy. This isn't just feeling yes. badly. This is just also wrong. You know? Yes. Yeah. So, oh man, um, my gosh, what a, what a, and also what a thing for Tim to say as like, you know, kind of calling out the game, not necessarily breaking yeah. the fourth wall, but giving perhaps Becky like the competitive kick in the pants that she needs, maybe? Yeah, I thought that was meant to be like a team reset. Like, hey, everybody, everybody should be doing something equally, mm-hmm. not just... I, I, I suspect... It wouldn't surprise me if Tim was aware that, you know, Josh M is probably really good at just bossing people around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, this is post-Gretchen. <laughs> um. And, and and Tim is very very aware or keen in in picking up, um, has a keen sense of, of those those types of things. So um, okay, so we move on from from this, and Heidi makes an announcement before she leaves the workroom, and she's like, "Guys, I'm worried. <laughs> you only mm-hmm. have two hours left, and this sucks. Everything I've seen pretty much kind of sucks. <laughs> so." I'm going to give you all another weird gift. You get to spend the night in the workroom. You can work until 4 a.m. And everyone cheers. They're like, yay! Extra, f- like, we get to keep you here till, till dawn. It's like, what? <laughs> They're all thrilled and super energized. And they've got the adrenaline pumping because they've got seven extra hours after thinking they only had two. So they're just like, oh, it's amazing. It's great. They won't sleep, yeah. but they need the time. Right. So. And for some reason, they're happy about this. They're not going to sleep at all, but they're like, yay. <laughs> is this Stockholm Syndrome? Like, what is this? <laughs> they're like, thank you. Thank you for lack of sleep. Thank you for depriving us of sleep. Anyway, so um, I actually, because it's, it because I think in later seasons, they've actually given them a whole extra day so they can go home, but then they'll and push sleep. the runway back. And I, that's actually what I was expecting them to do. And I was like, oh, shit, really? 4 a.m.? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, oh, right, this is early. This is still early Project Runway. So. Yeah. And, I, you know, if you want to add, give people time to make better decisions, yeah, do, giving them a, a midnight to 4 a.m. slot after a long day is just not going to achieve that. It's not. It's not. So um, so Heidi leaves and Tim Gunn leaves. And it's time for them to get down to business and work until 4 a.m. And, oh, God. And, and it's also time to... I'll say to eject any kind of of um, confidence that from Becky that Tim tried to enlist. <laughs> so mm. Joshua, we it, how it's edited. Joshua goes into Becky's goes to Becky's face and essentially says, "You know, you make dowdy dresses, right?" And that. <laughs> is sort of taken i'm pretty sure in the middle of a conversation maybe in the middle of of a of you know becky's trying to have her own meet cute with an outfit something that is born of this newfound sense of of hope and possibility and extra five hours and tim gunn telling her like listen you need to buck up and um and joshua comes and just like tears that 
away and it sets up what I call like what Josh, I think this is, this is Joshua trying to get her back in line. Essentially. She's like, again, like fuck your feelings, fuck your emotions. This is what I want right now and get back in line. And um, it's not until I think Becky starts crying that she starts to get any kind of sentiment shallow as it may be because um, she goes to the sewing room Joshua follows her into the sewing room and just like, why are you mad at me? Um, I didn't say anything mean, you know, kind of um, uh, manipulating being like very manipulative and, and, and very to this point, like emotionally evil. And she's just like, how else am I supposed to feel when you say these things to me? And was like, Oh, you know, I didn't mean it. I mean, it is just your aesthetic. Maybe you're just a dowdy uh, fashion designer. It's a thing. And I'm just like, holy, holy crapness. Like, I, you know, I, I, you know, I probably, I, I think about often, you know, I'll, I'll just admit this, you know, out loud, Patricia um, and our dear listeners, our lovely listeners, like sometimes in my head, um, I will uh, imagine physically what I would do to someone if they talk to me in a certain way. And it's been happening a lot more lately. And, you know, I'm, I'm dealing with that. You know, I'm talking to my therapist about it. But in this moment, um, my goodness, the way Joshua was leaning over Becky at that sewing machine, I was just like, oh, no. I would have been like, you need to get back. You need to back the fuck up. And yeah. he, and even though she, and, and when she starts to cry, um, Joshua says something that I think also to me sounds like a way that he deals with himself it's very very cool it's very cold and it's like you yeah. know whatever your emotions are cry and so you know if you've got a oh my gosh it's, it's kind of like going back to um oh my gosh if you it's oh my gosh it's it is it is the the quote like if you if you gotta cry um you better oh. cry and cut <laughs> who was that Wait, was that I don't know. I think that might have been season four, and I forget her name. Oh. But the season four it was a, it was also a group challenge, and she's like, "Are you? If you're gonna cry, you better cut. You better cry right. and cut." And it was just the same thing where, like, if you're gonna cry, then keep sewing, all right? Because that's what I want. That's what I need. But from season four, from that situation, that was not the same. This here is essentially like I, I actually have driven you to tears. I'm the one who did this to you, and I did it. Right to kind of um, to tear away from you any modicum of a sense of, of yourself as a designer, because I don't need that now. Um, I need you to be yeah. a sewer. <laughs> so, yeah, I had a lot of thoughts about this, but um, yeah. yeah, it was rough. It was really rough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they, they kind of get through it and um, we all, we also kind of have this moment in the bathroom because Becky, Becky tries to retreat to the bathroom and, you know, she's followed by the person who has the worst job on the set of Project Runway ever, which is a camera person who was probably, you know, getting screamed at to follow a crying designer into the women's bathroom and get the shot. Um, and so so we see Becky. Anya comes to kind of try to console her. Then we have Joshua, who does like this other like stalkery kind of like fake nice thing. Um, we have a very shallow kumbaya moment um, that, you know, is a thing. But it at least gets them back into the workroom so that they can just kind of get through it. So, um, and then we have our other teams having a, like uh, various levels of, of issues with working together. 
Um, we have Bert, who's <laughs> kind of spreading some Southern slash Midwest hate. <laughs> I'm like, there's there's other reasons why the other reasons to like not like Laura or Anthony, um, not necessarily where they're from, but for other uh, really interesting and important reasons. Mm-hmm. And then um, we have, uh, you know, Team Victor and they're fine. They're fine. They're great. <laughs> and um, and I think that's about it. I, I didn't think of anything else that really happened that was of substance for the rest of those that 4 a.m. It's just that people are sewing their asses off and they're tired. They're really exhausted by the end of the day or at the beginning of the day. Maybe I'll say. Is this is this where there's a power struggle over a sewing machine or is this the following day? Oh, that's a following day. Let's get to the that. following day. Let's okay. get to that. Okay. Because they wake up, they go to bed at dawn, they wake up at dawn, and then <laughs> they're back in the workroom. <laughs> yeah. Um, Tim gives them the lay of the land, you know, Piper Lime Wall, Garnier, L'Oreal. Um, there's like a moment where Becky falls up the stairs <laughs> to the L'Oreal Paris room and like hits a really cute landing at the end because the cameras are just like on Becky. Anyway, um, <laughs> And then we have this moment in the brother's sewing room with this just like Joshua V. Burt. Any thoughts on that? Oh my God. I mean, so much ego. I mean, like they, they each have to get the last word. They each have to like just so yeah. much ego. Because essentially what happens is I think there's one serger. If there isn't one, maybe there's two or three, but who knows? But it's one of those. Um, evergreen fights that happens on Project Runway midway or deeper into the season when people are super tired, which is like, you're using my sewing machine, even though there are 5,000 sewing machines in the sewing, in the, in the brother's sewing room. But it's like, but I was using turquoise thread and you rethread it with black thread. Oh my God, I have to rethread this machine. How dare you? And it becomes this whole thing. And so you have um, an empty serger Bert sits down and just sewing, um, using the serger. And then Josh was like, oh, my God, Bert, you are so inconsiderate. And then Bert's like, drop dead. <laughs> oh, my just, God. Like, um, it was, it's just so unnecessary. It's so childish. I mean, somebody else had said this earlier, but Bert is just really childish. Very childish. Um, and I'm and I'm again, I'm, I'm saying this uh, to you, Patricia, and also to you, lovely listeners, because um, as most of you know, I love tennis. I'm a huge tennis fan. And um, recently there was a, a um, I will say a notorious final at Wimbledon um, this this year. And I've been calling it the Battle of the Dirtbags because it's oh. uh, it's Nick Kyrgios uh, versus Novak Djokovic. And they're two players that I am deeply frustrated with. I'm just like, oh, my God, they're in the final. It's these two characters I have to watch. Um, it was and I call it the Battle of the Dirtbags. Um, it's very mean, very mean. Um, but I kind of thought about this in that moment. I was like, wow, it's like watching Nick Kyrgios and Novak Djokovic. There's just no one to root for. Oh yeah, these two guys just going at it. Yeah, that's a good way to place it. Just nobody to root for. No, yeah. Um. So yeah. Anyway, so let's make it to the runway. Any any other any other thoughts about the run up? Okay, great. So let's get to the runway and um, listeners. This is where you can pull up the cheat sheets and follow along with us in runway order. And um, the link is in the show notes, and that's where you can find it. Okay. So 
we we go onto the runway and we have our normies. We have Heidi Klum. Nina Garcia is back. Um, Cal hating Nini Garcia and um, M- Michael Kors. And then our guest judge is Aaron Wasson, who is a model slash designer. I don't know who Aaron Wasson is, and I didn't look her up. I, Do you know? I don't know. No, just an- another like um, it girl model from the era. Okay. Like okay. that face was very, very familiar, but oh, I, I don't know. A lot of the models look alike to me. Yeah, she kind of um, gave me. Um, she doesn't look like Kelly Ben Simone, but um, she she kind of resembled. That came to mind um, in looking at her. So, mm-hmm. um, okay, so so we start off with, and, then, and again to remind everyone, this is a team challenge. So the cheat sheet is sectioned off into teams, and of course, everyone had to make a cohesive collection, and it had to be, you know. Um, New Balance sneaker related. So we start off with Team Victor. Um, and uh, let's talk about them as a collection. So we can mm-hmm. talk about whoever we want and who stands out. Um, and uh, Patricia, any anything yeah. to say about this group? Well, I thought, I mean, to open with a dress, mm-hmm. I thought it was like, okay, different direction. Mm-hmm. Um, did I think it looked well with the tra- the sneakers? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I thought the jacket was spectacular. Oh my gosh. Um, and I know you love it. You love this as jacket. As far as everybody else, um, I mean, it was sort of a very interesting shirt. I actually didn't mind Josh C's look. Me neither. I, I was I like, was, like, what if I we come back? It. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't understand why it had to like have that harnessy thing. Like it could have just have been sewn in as a design element. I don't. I don't think it needed to be, like. Although you know, for athletics, this could have been like a really cool shoulder opener situation. Oh yeah. That I think sometimes I benefit from or would benefit from mm-hmm. if I had one. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody who like types all day and probably doesn't have good posture so like i i thought there was like oh that that would be a cool thing for new balance to make and have over a t-shirt that would be really nice yeah um but i don't think that's what it was so i thought those two were really great i unfortunately as much as i like olivier i did not like that look Yeah. yeah i did not like the top um because and, and it's like even the back wow. like the back it looked like this it was very off because the front is you know you have a high neck almost like a I, you know but kind of like call that um a muscle t tank silhouette maybe and in the yeah. back where it sort of looks like it may have been trying to do what josh c's back was doing but it goes too far in like it it looks really strange and so, like, also, you know, if you're wearing, um, like a, like a tank top or something, like, it just isn't. It doesn't look like anything. And maybe that's also what Oliver was trying to go for. It's like I don't want to do a regular racer back. It's been done before. Look at this weird shape I'm making with your shoulder blades. I don't know. So I, I yeah. So that was it just looked strange to me. And um, yeah, 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 yeah. But I really, I mean, this this jacket, I will never forget it. 
that Victor made. Pretty good. It's so pretty good. good. Um, all right. Next, we have Team Bryce. And um, I really, out of everyone, out of all of these, like, I really liked Kimberly's outfit the most. I'm really curious what you thought. But I loved it. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> Me too. I thought... It was really well done, and I think a lot of people didn't like it because a lot of people on that judging panel are not under five six. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like, can you talk about that? Well, just the proportions are really well for like not super tall people. Like oh. I think these are the proportions that would look great on a tall person, but that's somebody who's not model height mm-hmm. could also wear and look really great. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, because because no. I I really like this um the cut of those shorts um you know Kimberly yeah. was really really great with bottoms, and um and I and I thought yeah no the the collar is popped and it has this really interesting sleeve going on that yeah. I I just thought it was amazing and I I did too I was like this is very well proportioned this looks like something I can wear like I'm definitely yeah under five six and would wear those shorts and i i know i'm learning like these are the kind of shorts that i can wear um yeah i mean i don't like the pleating so much mm-hmm. but it's fine i like the material i probably couldn't wear it rolled up like with the bottoms of the shorts rolled up like that yeah yeah but it's very adaptable yes yeah the jacket, jacket was beautiful yeah oh my gosh and um and poor danielle so yeah, it, I hadn't really seen anything that she'd made, and and uh, it's sad. <laughs> and and I'm and what I mean by sad is that there is this fixation on this color and on chiffon. And so what she's yeah. done is, I think she's and and this is also Bryce thinking, oh, you know, Danielle will be the color in the group because Bryce has made a, this denim dress, which I think is really interesting, and um, has a lot of like I, I think really great denim detail and you have Kimberly who's making black and I think the denim is kind of silvery that, that they're using and yeah. Danielle's supposed to be the color and it's it's just like it's great that idea but it's unfortunate that she made yet another Henley like top this just seems to be yeah. something that she likes to do and also that the skirt is so simple compared to what Bryce and Kimberly have made it just was really unfortunate compared to the other two you know i think that look i I don't mean to compare i feel like Mm. these people are very different but i think that um oh my goodness what is wrong with danielle Mm. i keep forgetting people's names i don't know what's wrong with me okay so danielle danielle and bert yeah share one quality which is they are both very headstrong about what they're determined to do on the show and mm-hmm. I really I, I can't help but consider how this is probably tied into whatever coaching they are given on how to act on TV whatever Ooh. their media training is about and I've I know I've said this like ad nauseum on, on, on the podcast about this mm. about how the way that they're coached hmm. it, it seems like something that I don't know and you mean comes up often enough. Oh, you mean by the producers or you mean by, you know, like their <laughs> friends and family? 
No, I mean by the, by who's whoever. I mean, I'm, I don't think producers do media training, but whoever is like running that aspect of it, mm-hmm. um, because they all are very like, oh, this, I'm going to present myself. Okay, this is what I got to mm-hmm. do. Okay, mm-hmm. bup, 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 bup. and of course, people go. People don't always represent themselves well, like they're yeah. catty, you yeah. know. But and Danielle is not catty. But I think that this, after hearing so many times, like, okay, we've seen enough of this from you. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. This, we're not liking this. Come on. Like, I I know that Danielle is hearing and listening and paying attention. I I think this person is very skilled, but again, this, this attachment to how they want to present themselves, um, I think holds both holds people back always, always. And especially now. And it's really painful to see because you want to see people like enjoy their growth and not, feel stuck and then kind of get um unrewarded for it yeah you know? i totally agree because oh uh, yeah I, and that's that's probably what it, that probably is why i feel that this makes me sad because um it, there is there is growth happening like victor ha- is capable of making going back to this coat making this jacket um was yeah. really determined and also you know, in seeing their design process from beginning to this, you know, where we have them, you know, Victor and Oliver sitting next to each other and Victor's like, but what about this? And Oliver's like, nope, remember this. And everyone being honest with one another and Victor trying to be like, don't make this Amish skirt. And then Oliver's like, I'm making it anyway. And it's, it doesn't devolve into this, this thing, but um, there are people who are working and learning and, and also evolving and responding to the challenge and that also reminds me of when um because this on this challenge Kimberly has immunity and there's also a, a part at the top of the episode where they're like you know the every 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 episode like what's it like being having immunity they must be asking you know everyone who has immunity like what are you going to do with it and she's like I'm not going to rest on immunity um and Bert is was like I'm resting on immunity like I I need a break (laughs) I'm going to make whatever I want I don't care about the challenge I'm just going to do what I want and and not take that opportunity to really challenge myself but um yeah and I think you pointed out to the most painful thing of all of this is like we're just seeing their missed opportunities yeah yeah that's why yeah that's why I said (laughs) um oh man Next, we have talk about sad team Anthony. All right, uh, uh this is worse than I remembered. So, <laughs> so going through this episode, I don't remember paying attention at all to what they were making in the workroom. It was all this drama around Josh and Becky, and um, and and like this dilemma between not dilemma, but also the this conflict between, um. Anthony Ryan and the rest of the team. And so we have Laura and then we also have um, Bert at the end. And when Anthony Ryan's piece came out to the runway, I was just like, what is that? Who is that? And I was like, oh, Anthony Ryan. I was like, oh my gosh, I remember this outfit. Holy crapness. Oh man. Um, what a disaster. So the thing that Anthony was making, which was going to be a high-waisted sort of like Grecian Roman draped jumpsuit becomes this very draped and ill-shaped short shirt set. And then Laura here has a taupe suede 
vest. <laughs> and then Bert made um a an you know an off a, a, a oh my gosh what do you call it like a off the shoulder t-shirt and um a a pencil skirt. So hmm. so any any you want any thoughts? Uh, I wasn't really into it, and I don't have anything to add to what you said. Seriously. Yeah, I I, I don't either. Is that boring of me. I don't mean to be boring. No, I mean that leaves us more room to talk about what how the judges tore this down. So that's totally fine. We can move on. Yeah. Okay. 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 That's a great idea. Yeah. Um, and next we have, since we have Josh C back, we have team Joshua M. So Joshua's not the only Joshua anymore. And so um, we have Joshua M, Becky and Anya. Um, so one of the last minute decisions they ended up making was putting these, um, I would say these red, gray racer stripes, racer stripe details on, I guess, two of the pieces. So it's on the front, running down the front of Anya's maxi dress, and it's running on the side of Becky's pencil skirt. Um, and I'll say, like, I I was fine with this. Uh, I thought what the most interesting thing were the the choices of the textiles. And I actually didn't mind Becky's outfit. It's just the top was weird um it was yeah. kind of like weirdly fitting in the front it kind of mashes um the models uh bust together so so there's just like a fit issue there but everything else seemed pretty slouchy kind of i would say um modern athleisure and things that are you can still see people wearing today and mm-hmm. um, yeah for sure yeah i i thought it was just an easy going and very practical collection. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of things I didn't like about it. Ooh, what are the things? Oh, by the way, you know, well, I'll tell you, like, um, the full-length dress that Anya designed, which mm-hmm. I do, I love the idea of it. I love the idea, but I feel like the materials are not, are not well chosen to go together. Oh, yeah. I so, for example, agree. the, the the vertical stripe down the middle mm-hmm. um it's very bunched up it's bunched up it's not ruched it's bunched mm-hmm. up in some parts yeah and that was very very distracting and again i think given the time and all the stuff like you know just that stood out to me mm-hmm. um and i really appreciated how you know becky i know i'm going back and forth a little bit like Becky, this is not a Becky style thing, but Becky tried to be a team player. Yeah, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Becky, so I don't think it's, I think the top, the shoulders look really nice. Mm-hmm. I do not like the silhouette of that, that shirt. Yeah. Even despite the length, it yes. lacks a silhouette. Yeah. So, or perhaps because of it. Um, And then I don't know how I can talk about Josh's outfit because everybody loved that vest. I thought it was completely pedestrian. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I feel like for this, it is, and I, cause I think of it as pedestrian too, because I'm like, yeah, no, this is what I would see. This is what you see now. Um, and I think the most interesting thing about that outfit was the back. And yes, that is yes. like, a, again, it's a pet peeve of mine. Like, I don't understand why people put, and I'm pretty sure he was probably thinking, oh, this textile will do the work. This textile that Anya chose, 
um, is going to be the thing in the front. And even though I berated Becky for daring to suggest leggings, I'm going to put my model in some biker shorts. So they're just like short leggings. <laughs> so um, and, and then the back of the vest is great, but you can't tell any of that texture or detail from the front. Um, you know, you know, it could have been served well, perhaps as as um, something that goes into the bottom. But it also looks like there wasn't a lot of work done. I will say it's it's a very it looks like a very easy look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and I didn't think the shorts were great. Like yeah. to me, the fit was all off for the for anything that the challenge required. Mm -hmm. But I mean, it wasn't the worst thing on the runway for sure. And I also yeah. don't think it was very Josh. Yeah, I mean, because so then we can go to the judging because. Heidi made a comment. She was like, okay, so uh, I gave you seven extra hours. And it seems like what you did was use those seven extra hours to bedazzle your clothes. And I was like, I kind of disagree. <laughs> I don't know what she means by the bedazzling uh, because this is like the least bedazzled anything that Josh has made this. Well, actually since last week, you know, like last week, Josh made a body contrast for Nina Garcia. And this week, we don't see a body contrast, but um, it also isn't covered in rhinestones for once. So. Uh, yeah. 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 But no, I totally agree with you. <laughs> agree with everything. And I mean, that's another comment about the fabrication of uh, on Anya's outfit. Um, so so just to kind of like fast forward and get us into the judging. um the judging scores were so all over the place that there wasn't a clear winner and there weren't any clear losers of this either. It seems as if we, we can gather from, from what Heidi says is that so they had best and worst in almost every team. So we had low scores, very high scores and very low scores together. So they talked to everybody. Everyone's going to have a judging moment, but it seems like the first two teams they talked to, um, might be on the bottom but um but maybe not we don't know so so we go to we go to judging and um i believe that the first team they talked to um, um are team anthony ryan and team joshua um and with and i'll say like kind of kind of like to to continue talking about anya's outfit um there's something that i noticed when they were like oh let's look at this like turn around the back panel zipper didn't seem attached to the fabric. And then you could also see close up of that racer band that goes on the front. It looked like it was because um, so Michael Kors makes a comment that it's like, oh, you know, and especially and, and also what um, kind of um, goes with what you said, Patricia, about these two types of fabrics or these two things that should not go together. Oh, it looked okay. like the, the racer front was pulling down the, the dress in the front like it was too heavy and on the back it looks like maybe because becky sewed everything like it looks like becky made the decision to not even attach it to the dress like i don't know why but um it looks like the the, the zipper doesn't even really open or close the dress so it just looks like it's yeah. on top of it right like yeah. a some kind of like attache thing yes yeah so i thought that was interesting when you get like close up on it um all right, so ready for the judging for real? Um, 
because it was kind of a mess. I mean, we don't, I don't know how much I'm going to go into it because we, we open up with team Anthony Ryan, which was one of our problem teams of two. So we had the two problem teams together and um, I didn't write many notes because it was so upsetting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Same. Same yeah. with me. Yeah. I, because we've had this happen with Bert mostly before where it's a tit for tat. The last time this yeah. happened, it was between Victor and Bert, where Victor and Bert were having this this back and forth that was essentially meaningless, but just but but kind of was um, a so you know what about you and so are you kind of fight. And the judges are sitting there just like, oh my gosh, wow! Can you can someone hand me some popcorn? This is a maze balls, and I have no idea how much how how long it actually went on for, but you have essentially Anthony Ryan kind of conceding that his outfit is awful. It's really terrible. The, he, there's nothing the judges I think are saying about the outfit that he hasn't thought of. Um, they're pointing out how, um, how, like what a mess it was. And Anthony is trying to explain, I had a problem with Bert um, and they get into it because Bert chimes in, but essentially um, after they have their back and forth, the judges are like, well, actually, Bert, out of the two, out of three of y'all, Bert's the best outfit. And it's just like the worst thing you could say to Bert because he becomes yeah. jubilant at the shot in Florida. So it becomes Bert on the right hand side, gleefully chuckling and laughing at the demise of Laura and Anthony. And it's, that was wild. It's really hard to watch now. <laughs> For some reason, it's harder now to watch this than it was back in 2011. So, any thoughts on this? I mean, it was just so, so unkind. <sighs> I mean, bad. like, how do you do that? Yeah, yeah, and think and and think that you kind of you know. And this is, you know, sort of the the lack of self lack of awareness that I was talking about at the top of the podcast when it comes to Bert, because there there is this feeling that or this, you know, this look that like I win, I won, um, I was right, and not only am I right, but I get to stand here and listen to them get their just desserts, and I don't, Laura, Laura's, I do not care for her or her designs, um, yeah, and. But it it is um, it's very unprofessional. So I'm, I'm just, you know trying to thinking about the lack of, of of awareness. It's very unprofessional. But also there's this like awkward gleefulness to to Bert, and it also at the same time like your outfit wasn't that great. It was like the best of the bottom of the three, which isn't saying much. And um, it was just kind of sad. And also because like you know uh, this is sort of I don't know. Like it just, it just was, it's a lot of energy expended, but also just kind of this, you know, great. Like I'm, I'm, you know, I'm so happy about this and I'm so gleeful at how, how much they're, they're being made to listen at um, their terrible, terrible outfits. Yeah. So, yeah. Um. Then we have team Joshua mm. and um, where Heidi Klune is just like, you guys, rhinestone the the the, like bedazzle this to high high heaven i'm just like no they didn't but yeah they um, really i didn't understand that i did not understand i wonder if that was on in a script that heidi had to read or something 
I don't know, but I, I also, when that comment was said, I kept thinking about something that Josh M. had said about their outfit. Like, I love my look. It has great flavor and feel. It has urban and ethnic qualities or something. Yes. So I was like, okay, urban and <laughs> ethnic because it's a stripe? Okay. Um, <sighs> but I was like, wait, where, where's the bedazzling? <laughs> where's the hot glue gun? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, where's all that? Where is the sparkle? Mean... Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't there. Uh, um so yeah no i and, and it 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 was kind of um i think beyond that everyone really loved anya's outfit and so this was you know a collaboration between joshua and anya this is part of their this is what i call like you know their their maxi dress meet cute um that came out of their discussion mm. becky sewed it and um so yeah and and i and and uh i th- i think that is pretty much in terms of the the accolades they get it mainly focused on Anya um, is what I remember. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, we have a moment as well with their conflict coming out because Joshua does this, what I call like this touch control thing, <laughs> like trying to control the discourse on the runway, because of course they're going to ask like, how did you guys work together? What did you do? And what did you do? Because our scores were all over the place and we don't really, we want to know who did what. And so I think Joshua knows that once Becky starts saying, I did this, I did that. I just, this other thing that you're going to be like, Oh, so were you just the sewer? And Joshua like nice, nastily tried to hold it together until mm-hmm. Becky speaks up and says, yeah, they pushed me out. They shut me down. It was difficult for me because they wouldn't let me design. And I think Joshua, in like this leading and manipulative way, speaks as if everyone will agree that Becky is, you know, the D word, dowdy. And Anya's there mm-hmm. saying nothing or it, or anything that Anya says is not cut into this back and forth. Um. And so it, but it, but it kind of comes out that there was some conflict and you see a little bit of like panic where Josh was really trying to put on this facade of like, we were okay, guys, like it was fine, right? Because like, look, it's Becky, right? So well, you can blame me. I mean, I, I agree with you. I, I do. At the mm. same time, I, I feel like both of those things can be true. I was actually really proud of Josh for how Josh apologized. Oh. Right, because Josh said, look, I'm sorry I said that right in the bathroom. It was like weird. I mean, okay, I didn't like the comment about, oh, there are sanitary things in here that gross me out. Like, thanks, Josh. Ladies. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for, like, the added layer of misogyny on top of, like, what you're apologizing for. But, so I, (laughs) but I think that Josh felt bad but probably because it made him look bad yes (laughs) i don't know but either way josh did apologize and said look i sometimes my mouth what was it It was like sometimes my mouth speaks before my brain can catch up to it and i'm I'm sorry right so i'm proud of that like but both things can be true right so they can both have patched up things and found a way to work together and it was still difficult to work in that team yes yeah so i don't I don't see why, like, Josh had to get all ruffled up because both things were true and they were both being said. Yeah, I think it is because he really, what you said before, he didn't want to look bad. And yeah. with the whole touching at the beginning, 
to me, I I read that as a way of controlling someone where um, it was like, I'm going to kind of communicate this camaraderie by really, really touching all over Becky's arm and also, but also to communicate to Becky, you better stay like keep your mouth shut like look i'm showing that we're friends that we've gotten over this that we're goody goody now so you be goody goody and it wasn't until becky was like yeah i know they shut me down it was difficult for me and she's just saying like what is and yeah and joshua did the thing that yeah he 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 really kind of was like oh no i gotta fix this um and it's interesting because they they give kudos to joshua over anthony because they're just like well, the thing is, um, you're a tyrant, but your collection looks better <laughs> than Anthony's. So right, we're right. okay with that. Um, and so in a way, like Joshua could have gotten away with it. He totally could have gotten away with Becky just saying, I had a hard time and blah, blah, blah. But yeah. So. And I think like the model, I'm sorry, Wasson? Wasson? Uh, Wasser. Aaron, Aaron Wasser. Wasson. It's Wasson. Yeah, Aaron Wasson. Made made a really astute comment of like, well, this is what it's like. You, you pick one person for execution and you pick one person for style or vision. Yeah. Right? This is not out of line. And I actually don't think that was a bad call. Yeah. Just, you just have to give everybody their place. Yes. You yeah. Know? And I, I, I do think that's, I don't know how Anthony, Anthony Michael, Anthony Ald, I'm sorry. I forgot the name. <laughs> Why do I forget all these names? But anyway, I don't think that person, there was any way to win that. Because I think that one of those, one of the three was very determined to not really participate. And it's a losing battle. Yeah. Um, So in a way, I thought the advice was fair because people said, oh, instead of focusing on the drama or whatever, they didn't use that word, but instead of focusing on the dynamics, you should have mm-hmm. just focused on the dress, but that's not the leadership style of Anthony. Yeah, yeah, totally right. right. So I, I, didn't, I didn't think that was recognized enough. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I mean, because it's kind of like this whole, we don't really care, also in a way, like, you know, uh, you know, we don't care about your feelings. <laughs> you know, I, um, I'm kind of thinking of of a, of a um, one of my... Um, uh, dance professors who used to tell me tell all of us you know put it in your pinky finger <laughs> where I can't see it like if you're tired uh-huh. put it in your pinky finger because it's also I think a part of a part of dance where you're not supposed to show how hard it is you're not supposed yes. to show how tired you are <sighs> and in a way it's like we, you know Joshua Joshua um, we see the cracks in the armor but you came through with this product that we like and then Anthony Ryan you know uh, yes, you had a hard time, but you didn't show us something that was really nice that that came out of this. What do you think about that? Do you agree? Or... <laughs> you know something? I think put it in your pinky finger is the most twink-friendly comment I've heard in a long time, and I love it. I love it so much. This is going to free me up. There's going to be a time where that comment is really going to free me up. <laughs> Uh, shout out to Kamal Nance. <laughs> yeah, like because we you even made you made t-shirts with that phrase on it. Oh my just god! Us, like, but on your pinky finger, we're like, okay, all right, I'm so tired, but I'm so tired. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so I feel like that's what's happening here, where it's like, no, mm. great, you stuff happened, challenges happen, yet you're supposed to persevere and come out with beauty, or you know, or something. Um, yeah, and it didn't happen. So. 
All right. Um, So those teams go back into the waiting room and um, we get, you know, can I call this um, Anthony's iconic comment? Um, Because Anthony Mm. and Bert go off and Anthony's like, I don't know, guys. I haven't been this pissed off since I had cancer. I know. That was sad. So mad. So, so mad at Bert. And also Anthony Ryan's sick. So this is also like, you know, oh my God. I'm more sympathetic with people who have to work through illness now than ever before um and and also have to work with this and have to go through that it's a lot and work with i mean this is also another thing it's not just working with illness or working through illness under pressure it's working through illness under pressure with someone like who is yes this determinedly uncooperative yes yeah it's it's a lot it can make you sick um all right so we go back on the runway with our other teams. We have Team Victor and we have Team Bryce. And Team Victor goes first. And I mean, again, the the jacket is amazing. And they're all kind of a, they're all blown away that Victor did this in so little time. And they also really, you know, they're wel- they're like, welcome back, Joshua C. And and they they really had um, positive things to say about that outfit. Oliver clearly is the downer in the group. <laughs> um, poor Olivier. Uh, did you have any thoughts on 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 this uh, back and forth with the judges? Did Oliver learn anything? Do you think? You know what? <laughs> coaching a coaching symptom. I think. I think Oliver's like probably didn't want to just admit it on TV. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what, what are you going to do? Like, it's no, look, like be- beating oneself down doesn't help anybody, you know? Yeah. So I'm fine with just letting it ride. Yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't, yeah. but I, I don't think that Olivier is so delusional that they think that was the most amazing thing. Yeah. Like, no, I think Oliver is trying and trying to defy a lot of of what what they probably think of about fashion or they've seen a lot of fashion you know um it's you know it's just kind of um unfortunate that that uh, this was the group that had victor's outfit because i think if oliver's outfit looked much better or the the designers or the i'm sorry the judges were a lot more um um positive about it then this group probably would have won this challenge um, yeah. And so now we have Team Bryce. And Team oh my Bryce. gosh, they love Bryce's dress with the snaps. They love it. And that's it. Which is Yeah, and you know what that that kind of like I don't know what to call that that sleeve silhouette mm-hmm. has become extremely popular over the past two years oh, again. Wow. Yeah. No, you're right. Like, you're right. So it's like like even Uniqlo was making that silhouette, that like padded shoulder, yes, triangular ish silhouette, you know. So because I've I've seen it so much in the last two years, I, I'm just like, eh, but it wasn't that bad. No. Like it was, you know. Oh but, yeah. yeah, they loved it. They loved it, and I was like, okay, that was yeah, fine. Yeah, I think for Bryce, this was this was like one of the best outfits that Bryce has made on the show. And, I agree. I agree. And I, but I was actually kind of surprised that they they um uh bulked 
uh, Danielle and Kimberly's outfit together. There's like, Bryce, we loved your outfit, but the other two, mm, not so great. And I was like, what? Yeah. Um, poor Danielle. So Michael Kors <laughs> calls her tank top a rag <laughs> and says, this turquoise silk rag tank top is terrible. The blouse is a souffle that just flops. And Danielle has this like a hint of horror of horror on her face. I think as horrified as her face could get. And they're because they're questioning the color. Like, why is there this turquoise color that we see in Danielle's outfit? It's nowhere else, but also because Danielle has made a lot of green tops. And here's yet another green top. Right. right. And it's nowhere I else. Instead of like instead of critiquing just the color, I think they could have spent more time critiquing how the design was so blah, unfortunately, mm-hmm. and how um, the materials didn't go together. The, the materials didn't go together, just design-wise, with, with the exception of the turquoise color. Design-wise, it didn't make sense with the rest of the group, mm-hmm. and it wasn't standing on its own very well yeah. i think that would have been more useful yeah for the designer to hear yeah because i think danielle is also very skilled like they're not a bad sewer like they, they you know are there like with merit you know it's not yeah. like they just goofed off it's just people need to hear specific direct things and everybody's yeah. going oh my god another green shirt and that's just not helpful yeah I agree. And, and also, no. especially with Bryce, who gave the excuse or justified, not, not an excuse, but kind of like, here's my here was my thought in terms of this color is that we could have a pop of color somewhere in the yeah. collection. And it, yeah. it was OK for Bryce to, to just put it in one outfit. Yeah, and totally. that is a decision. And yeah. I don't think they even gave them even like some thought about like, oh, maybe you could have integrated it into the rest of the of the collection. And I also think that it was more of um, a risk for them to do that because they've seen a lot of these types of blouses in this hue from Danielle. Like it's not like inherently bad, um, it, but it was just like, uh, yeah. And for me, like I kind of think Danielle is kind of hard to get to in terms of any kind of constructive feedback but you know i i i agree like i think they could have been a little bit more clear on what made hers because she likes her design aesthetic she likes that outfit um yeah so yeah all right um they dismiss the teams the judges have a little chat uh i don't really have any notes on this because they 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 basically say what they've already said, but I was a little, I was very uh, like, oh no, they're enabling this toxic agent that is Joshua M. Mm. <laughs> mm. Kind of, it was, you know, it was like a look behind the curtain where again, it was just like, yeah, no, he's, he treats people terribly, but um, oh. he did this. He managed to whip his team into shape to do this like really uh, passable um, and, in this collection that really qualified as something that we could actually sell on amazon.com so yeah in this episode like both people with the worst behavior were rewarded 
right? Oh, so yeah, Bert was right. applauded. You're like right. Bert was applauded mm-hmm. for like, oh, you made the best outfit. Okay, we yeah. don't care how you did that, yeah. you know, uh, which is true. Like, but you know, it sort of like leaves a very bad feeling in the air, mm-hmm. and and then also Josh. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, and yeah, I I agree. I totally agree. I, yeah, I forgot about Bert, but yeah, he was rewarded for that. Um, and and what do you think about the the fight over the the bottom two? So there's again, it's Heidi Klum versus Michael Kors and Nina, where right. both of them are agreeing with each other and disagreeing with Heidi. And Heidi wants to to eliminate Ryan. I mean, sorry, Anthony, <laughs> Anthony Ryan, yeah, because this outfit was so bad. And she's like, isn't the point of the show is like one day you're in, one day you're out? Because, you know, even though we've seen great things from Anthony Ryan today, he made the worst outfit on the runway. And then Michael Kors and Nina are just like, what are you? What? Please, Danielle, can we just get rid of her already? We don't remember anything that she's made before. And so there's this argument about the 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 judging of the show and how they're going to do this. Um, Any thoughts about that? You know, it's not the first time that I feel like Heidi is often one of the most fair. Yeah. Because what Heidi, what that was preceded by was something like, oh, um, it's very clear cut who's the winner. And the other two were like, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. And Heidi said, no, this is one of the most clear cut shows. Yeah. It, it, it's what happens on the runway. It's not how well you did so far. It's on this runway now. Yeah. One day you're in. One day you're out. That's our that's our mod, not just motto, but like that's what we adhere to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I totally agree because I was, I agree with her. I do too, and it's it's really it's tough. Also, because Anthony Ryan looks so pitiful. He's sick. He's worn down by Bert. Um, and he made this, yeah. but he did make the worst outfit on the runway. And I was just like, yeah, that's also. You know, a similar type of argument that you'll hear on like Top Chef, for instance, you know, someone will have a really bad day and make one bad dish and maybe they've like won all the challenges, but they will get eliminated. Um, Hmm. Not all the time. It it is sort of like like this situation where people are just like, but we just can't like, really, really, we're going to keep Danielle over Anthony. Um, So we have this this cliffhanger. We know who the. Um, we don't know who the winners are going to be, but we know who the bottom two are, are who they're going to duke out to go home. Um, so Heidi brings everyone out and um, is says to everyone, so you guys have been noticing that I've been changing the rules. So I'm going to mix it up. This is my challenge. And I feel like <laughs> maybe this is Heidi Klum revenge against <laughs> Michael and Nina for overruling her yet again this season. And um, she deems two winners. So, uh, Patricia, who are our winners for this challenge? Oh, goodness. One winner is Josh. Uh-huh. And the other inner winner, um, I have to say, I think I forgot. Was it Victor? Yes, it's Victor. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Josh is the one I forgot won this challenge. <laughs> because of course Victor won. Of course with that jacket. Oh my god. Oh, jacket. That that was a, a very well-deserved win. <laughs> so uh so Victor wins 
And um, and then yeah, and the kicker is that Josh also wins because um, Heidi wants to sell that maxi dress. So Victor's entire outfit, the dress and the jacket, will be sold. And then the and then the outfit associated with Anya from Josh's team will be sold as well. So that means Josh wins because Josh is a team leader. And um, Josh immediately hugs Anya and then like kind of reluctantly turns to Becky, who's just like, hooray. Um, so so they're like, you know, happy and and congratulating each other. And, and it felt like, you know, really genuine and great. So um, so they both also get immunity, which is like, uh oh, for next episode. Like, oh, no, like two people have immunity. Um, and it's also, you know, uh-huh. a validation for uh, tyranny. Anyway, so um, so uh, we have, oh my gosh, what happens? Like Becky gets called Kimberly. I think that's who calls oh. her Kimberly. Oh my god, I missed that. Oh, that ha- yeah, that happens back in the oh, that happens when they go back in the waiting room because I just wrote this in my notes that Becky gets called Kimberly. So Becky's coming in. And they're still celebrating because Josh was telling everyone else in the back that that he also wanted her two winners. Um, and then I think he was gesturing to Anya and he's like, yeah, it's like, thank you, Anya. Thank you, Kimberly. And she's like, it's Becky. <laughs> so that happened. The nonsense is never ending. And then we have this dramatic elimination to get down to. And uh, let's see here. Despite Heidi Klum's best efforts, um, Patricia, do you want to ask me who's out? I'll do this. Later. Yes. Um, how about this? How about Ernest? Please make the very formal announcement of who leaves the competition this week. <laughs> so everyone, um, Danielle <laughs> is out. Yeah. And uh, Heidi Klum says, um, you bored us again. You made yet another poorly made chiffon blouse. And then that that was like, you know, the exit for Danielle. Um, and so Anthony Ryan is in, but Heidi doesn't let Anthony leave the runway without saying like, just letting you know, if this had been up to me, you would have been out. So just to let you know, uh, so go to bed, get some uh, Claritin or whatever you people with flus take <laughs> and be warned. Like I wanted to out today. And so Anthony Ryan like leaves and, you know, uh, uh, I don't know. I can't remember what, what actually happens, but uh, I'm probably crying. Um, yeah. it's, it's, it's been a rough, 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 rough day. And that's, that's that, that's the end of this very dramatic and, um, kind of like kind of lackluster of a runway show. Um, but, uh, like a very emotionally packed, and complex episode, I'll say. Oh my gosh, Patricia. Mm, any yes. final words about this episode? No, no, I thought it was um actually it was a lot more fun to discuss than I thought. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because you know, like the runway was like, okay, all right. But yeah. the stuff that's going on, it's kind of nice to to vent about it a little bit. And I realized, like, oh, I went to pin about this episode. <laughs> um yeah and listeners if you want to vent about this episode please let us know um send us your send us your rants or your your raves or if you have any thoughts or um anything else that that we might have missed about this episode um because this this was a this was kind of a doozy of a of a of a team challenge so 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Really was. Um, so, Patricia, um, do you have anything to share with our wonderful listeners? And can you also um, remind them how to find you? Oh, yeah. Okay. I have lots to share today, Ooh. but let's see. <laughs> I guess just like um, first things first, uh, we're going through a massive heat wave. Please take care yeah, of yourselves. We are seeing awful things on the news every minute of our lives. Please take care of yourselves. Mm-hmm. Make time to do fun things. Life is too short. Um, the other thing that I want to share, and I um, I didn't even get a chance to tell you this because Ooh. I just found out today. Oh, yeah, but I'm, I'm going to be in a show in, that opens up in a couple of weeks in Long Island City. Um, and it's going to be up for about a month. I don't think I can say anything yet, but I will be sending more details about that Yay. soon. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a photograph that I took a long time ago, but this was a good context for it. It's a show with a lot of queer art, um, mostly specifically for like queer, trans, and non-binary people. Mm-hmm. So it's very exciting. I'm I'm really really honored to be among them. Amazing! Yay! Congratulations! Thank you. <laughs> you'll you'll uh, you will know. Yes, of and I'll I'll put um, in the show notes when um when that when you when you have them. So yeah, yeah. and I can be found like uh, <laughs> avoiding social media at the following accounts. <laughs> Um, on Instagram and Twitter with the handle sense and site. That's like common sense and optical site. S E N S E A N D S I G H T. And what about you? You just had, you were just in a fantastic group show that opened up last night, which was amazing. Uh, Yes. Um, So where else can we keep up with all of your happenings? Oh my goodness. Yes. So um, I am a part of an amazing um uh yeah a wonderful group show um that is being called a a male or i would say like a, a conversation so one of our mutual friends um emily p dune is um an amazing book artist and um collaborated with a group of her friends um through the through the usps so the u.s postal service so for about a year or a little over a year i've been mailing back and forth this one sheet of paper to Emily um, and she's been mailing it back. We've been adding on things back and forth. Um, and so those con those male conversations um, have culminated into this group show um, that's entitled said to be dreaming. And it's curated by Emily P. Dune and Chantal Sung Lee. And um, if anyone's in New York, it is on view now at um, Olympia gallery, which is at 41 orchard street. And the opening was last night and it was, amazing and packed and really hot on a hot day in New York, but it was so great to be able to see people and to see the the art. And I'll say that this is my first time ever doing this type of collaboration. And I, it was thrilling. And also over the year, I'm just like, what am I doing? Oh my gosh, this good. I have no idea. <laughs> so it was the most, it's the wobbliest I've ever felt at an opening where I'm like, Oh, like, oh. oh that's good. That's a good feeling. Yeah, it that's was a really nice. Good feeling. It was really nice. Yeah. So um, shout out to Emily who is um who was really wonderful and thoughtful um there is also a sound component um so there's there's poetry and there is um painting and cutouts and collage um it's it's a very deep show um and at a, in a beautiful spot so yeah and i yeah. know that emily is also a podcast listener yeah. and i know 
that is also a Project Runway watcher. So yeah. Emily is really like family to us. <laughs> totally. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I'll I'll put the the um, the link to that in the show notes, and um, and of course you can find me at Ernez everywhere. H e r n e a s e and um, Ernez.com. I'm sorry, ErnezDavis.com. Please don't go to Ernez.com. Like, or you can, you can, and we can laugh together at, at what is at Ernez.com. <gasps> oh my God, laughs are coming up. I can't. Yeah, wait. <laughs> yeah. Let's, you know, guys, like take a gander at that. Um, anyway, so I missed that URL, um, that domain name, but it's ErnezDavis.com, and uh, yeah, it, it, you know, we can keep hanging out on on Instagram and at Facebook. And again, we would love to hear from you. And we're hoping that you guys are taking care as best as you can um, wherever you are. So, um, and then thank you all for your patience and um, for listening with us and for watching with us on this vintage adventure. And so, yeah, so we'll say, uh, we'll, we'll end here. And then until next time, um, we'll both say goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> yeah.